Welcome to the broadcast today, friend. This is evangelist Micah McCurry. I have the great honor of being the host of this program, as well as the executive director of a ministry called Bible Tracks Incorporated. You see, that ministry is the foundation of this radio broadcast, and we'll speak more about it in just a moment. Today, towards the end, the second half of today's program, we will be rejoined by the late evangelist Ted Houston, a man that means much to me personally, but he's also made a tremendous impact on the lives of hundreds and thousands, really, across the world. I'll introduce him to you more in just a moment, but I would like to preface the entire broadcast with this. I will be, to the extent that I'm able, very careful in the subject matter of this program. You see, without some clarity and some God-led direction, it could, the subject matter, could come across as a little bit self-serving. And I want to be very careful that that's not the case. And so, without further ado, let me give you some background on what I'm talking about. You see, evangelist Ted Houston, the man that we are interviewing today, if you can call it that, was a man of unique perspective. You see, even though he passed over into eternity not too many days ago, I believe what he has to tell us through this program will be a help. You see, Ted Houston was not only an evangelist for the last seven years during his long and drawn-out battle with debilitating and, at the end, fatal cancer, but before that, he served God as a pastor in Jefferson City, Missouri for over two decades. Because of that, that gives him an interesting perspective on the office of pastor and evangelist. And so, in just a moment, I'm going to ask him to talk to us a little bit about how to take care of the evangelist and really how to use the evangelist. You see, I'd like to say this. The evangelist is not, and even though I am one, I want to be very careful to point this out. The evangelist is not superior to the pastor in any way, shape, or form. I am very strongly local church. I believe God enacted the body of the local church. Jesus Christ did. And so we want to be very careful to give preference to that. So the evangelist is not to be superior or to have any sense of superiority over the pastor. The evangelist also would be very wise not to surprise the pastor. Here's what I mean by that. When I have the privilege to stand behind another man's pulpit, to open God's book, and to speak to his people, and by that I mean speak to God's people that he has entrusted to a pastor, it is not my place to try to rile things up to stir up strife, to be in any way a hindrance to the man of God for that place. So, the evangelist, I'm talking about me. We are not to have a sense of superiority over the pastor. We are not to surprise the pastor. What are we supposed to do? We are to support the pastor. One of the reasons I am so in love with the position that I have here at Bible Tracks Incorporated is this. We get to print and distribute gospel tracts, Bible tracts, by the millions every year. And something we get to do is give them away for free. Now you, as an individual, 
You have the opportunity to visit BibleTracksInc.org and to order some of our gospel tracks for free. You can even get one of our sample packets. If you're unfamiliar with our ministry, it's one each of a couple dozen gospel tracks that we currently produce. But one of the great things is the fact that we get to support local churches and pastors, many of which are functioning on a tight budget. We get to offer them gospel tracts for free and be such a help to their ministry. You see, that goes hand in hand with my position as an evangelist. I in no way want to lord myself over a local church or a pastor. My job is to come alongside and to be a yoke fellow. Now, that's the type of evangelist, the type of man that Ted Houston was. And he's the type of person I want to emulate my life and my ministry after. And so I'm going to ask you, Ted Houston, if you would, and I know speaking from beyond the grave, if you will, but if you would, tell us, how can a church, how can a pastor, how can a people appreciate and take care of the evangelist? I would would say this. Uh, I think pastors take care of evangelists very well. Hmm. Uh, Here's what I would say to a pastor. The best thing you can do is use an evangelist. One of the hardest things about evangelism is trying to get to get a place to preach. And, and and we've talked about that. So please go ahead on that. Go ahead. This may sound like sour grapes and it's not, but you know, a lot of preachers use, a lot of pastors use pastors, mm-hmm. but they don't use evangelists. Well, you know, that's okay. I understand that. And I did too when I pastored, but that pastor's getting a salary. And then he gets a love offering. An evangelist doesn't get a meeting. I say to folks, no meetings, no eatings, <laughs> you know. And I don't mean that as sour grapes, but I think there's a, a if a pastor really wants to help evangelists, use them. You know, bring them in and use them. I mean, it's it is a it is a God called office. Um, I think I have a I think God was good to me, and I surrendered to evangelism originally, Micah. Hmm. Never intended to be a Christian school teacher. Never intended to be a, a pastor. Uh, but God had a purpose. He always does. If he was preparing me, I think if, if your evangelist has been a pastor, he can really be a more effective evangelist because he understands the pastor's heart. And I think a lot of pastors don't do it, use evangelists because evangelists sometimes don't understand the pastorate. So it's safer to bring in a, a, a pastor because he understands what you're going through. Sure. And if I had if I had started out in evangelism, I would have hurt a bunch of people and torn up churches. Hmm. And I think that may be one of the reasons why pastors don't use evangelists as much. But I think the greatest thing is just for pastors to use evangelists. There are good men out there, and I we I talk to a lot of them, and a lot of them, you know, just struggling to get meetings. You know, and and that's the biggest thing in evangelism. When you get there, always they take care of you. Always they put you in a prophet's chamber or provide for your RV or or put you in a motel. And they take you and give you a love offering. They always treat you well. It, there's no problem with that. I think the biggest problem is just the, 
frustration that evangelists are not being able to get meetings, mm. you know, mm. and then and then feeling like you got to beg people and you know that's not right. when I pastored, I you know I preached every week, and then when you're an evangelist, if you sit for a week or two, it it's tough because if you're called to preach, you got to preach, you know you don't want to be sitting. I enjoy listening to other preachers, but for about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> for for young men that uh, feel called to evangelism, maybe um, college age or the case may be, or, or in the past, maybe God, they feel God's transitioning to them. What would be some advice you'd give them um, as to being on the evangelism trail? Well, first of all, make sure it's God's will. You know, don't ever do anything without being in God's will. And then all you can do is just contact guys. See if they'll let you come in and pray and get scheduled. And then, and then go, and, go and be what God wants you to be. Get filled with his spirit. You know, um, when I, people probably think, you know, when I'm in a meeting, I spend most of the day in prayer. You know, Lord, what do you want me to preach? You know, I don't, I'm not there watching TV and I'm not out, you know, playing golf and stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in my room just seeking the Lord. Lord, I got an hour that I want to see revival. You know, I want to help these people. I don't know them. I don't know what to do. So I would just suggest a young man learn to have a prayer life. Kind of go into evangelism. You need a prayer life. You need one in the pastorate too, but evangelism, I think you need a real prayer life. In a pastorate, you have a, you know what your people are going through. It's a whole lot easier to figure out what to preach. When you go into a church as an evangelist, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what people need. So you have to find from God what to preach. And I really don't want preachers to tell me what's going on. I don't, I don't like, I don't like to sit down and have a preacher tell me we got this going on or that going on because I don't want to be getting in the flesh, you know, just preacher have me come in and let's see what God will do and let the Lord lead. And that's the best way to do it. I think, and I, you know, I don't know what else to say, you know, just got to pray, got to get meetings and then you got to go there and be filled with the spirit so God can do something. For, you sure don't want to waste a church's time. Yes, sir. And when people coming in every night and you not have the power of God on you and not be able to see something, you know, happening. Pastors that are listening, could I encourage you to use evangelists? And I'm not talking about me. No joke. I probably have. 5, 10, 15 different evangelists that come to mind, their names right now, men that I pray for, men that have helped me in my walk with God, in my life, that I could refer you to. If you're out there pastoring in a small town and you don't know of many evangelists and you think that maybe they're all after your money and maybe you think they need a big love offering, can I tell you, friend? We are in this business, if you can call it that. It's not a business, though it is God's business. We are in this ministry for the glory of, and honor of God. 
And so if you have questions along this vein, please feel free to reach out to me. You can text me directly at 309-316-7240. You say, this is a little bit far afield of talking about gospel tracts. Well, I believe we've been given, and the Lord's blessed me with this opportunity to speak to you, to be a help. And this is not a subject that you hear often. And so I'd like you, if you would, members of your church, when you hear of an evangelist coming to town, going to be with you in your services, would you spend some extra time in prayer? Pray for your pastor. Pray for wisdom. Pray for the direction and leading of God. Be there every evening of the special meetings. Friend, we have a work to do for the glory and honor of God. You and your position and me and mine, let's do it. All for his glory. Thank you so very much for listening. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.